are listening to Your Strongest Body. Hi, I'm Betsy Foster, a certified strength and conditioning specialist and certified nutrition coach. I've worked as a personal trainer for over a decade, helping people build strength, speed, muscles, as well as a deep appreciation for their bodies and confidence that helps them live their life to the fullest. Now I'm sharing what I know with you, fitness, nutrition, and all the deeper stuff to help you discover your strongest body. Hello. Hi. Um, Hope you are having a great day is what I was going to start with because that's sort of what I start with my Instagram stories with. And then I realized I can't tell you what day it is because I don't know what day you're listening to this. Um, So (laughs) I haven't quite picked an intro and I haven't quite picked an outro, but we'll sort of see how it goes. Today we're talking about what do you do when you want to skip a workout. I've got three strategies for you if to try if skipping your workout isn't your ideal scenario. Now, if you know me, I am not a no excuses style trainer. There are tons of legitimate excuses for you to skip your workout. That is not what this is about. This is about the times when you're kind of interested in working out, but the mood isn't right. Um, you are wishing that you were working out, but the, but, but you don't want to and how you can get around that. And I think if you've dealt with this before, if you've struggled with it, possibly the issue that you're having is just not having strategies that help you get out of that funk, get out of that stuck spot. And as we get into the episode, I'm going to give you three of those strategies. And then I am going to talk through some reasons where I think if you feel like you don't want to work out and you are experiencing any of the following, it might be actually a good idea to skip the workout. But we'll start with the strategies that are going to help you get it going if you feel like it might be your preferred choice. And I know you understand, you know, I imagine, I guess I don't know, but I imagine you understand what I'm talking about. That feeling like I don't want to do this, but I quote unquote should, or not even should, you like want to have done it. I talk about that a lot. Um, that's that's how my husband describes working out. He's like, I don't want to do it, but I want to have done it. And I think that really describes exercise for a lot of people. And so on those moments when you like really aren't feeling it or can't get it going, especially if you're thinking about like anything, when we we go from stillness to movement, it's it's a bit to get it, to get the momentum rocking and rolling. Once the momentum is rocking and rolling, typically it's a little bit easier to keep going. And so when we are tired at the end of a workday or when the alarm went off in the morning and you're just like not feeling like you can do it, or when you set aside a time that you were going to go and that time gets closer and closer and closer and you're not either going to go to the gym or go to your backyard to do the workout, when you're feeling that way, what are some things that you can do to flip that switch to more of a possibility mindset, more of a, okay, what if I tried? So here are my three favorite strategies. Number one, the thing that I always suggest to people is the 10-minute rule. The 10-minute rule is commit yourself to 10 minutes of the workout, 10 minutes only. And I mean truly, give yourself the permission that if in 10 minutes, set a timer, 
If in 10 minutes into the workout, you still don't want to be doing it, you can stop. Give yourself that freedom to be done with it. Psychologically, that helps get over the hump quite a bit. That really can sort of improve the experience. So give yourself that out at 10 minutes, set that timer. Now for many people, when you start the workout and you do those initial 10 minutes, I don't know, I was going to say six, <laughs> when you do the initial 10 minutes, um, it, it actually gets a little easier to keep going. And maybe you're there for 10, you're like, I could get 30 in. That's awesome. That's All that shows you probably is that the getting started is the hardest part for you. And finding strategies to get it going so that once the blood flow is happening, once the uh, core temperature is elevated, you feel like, all right, I can make this happen. I can do this. If at 10 minutes you are still not feeling it and you're like, I don't want to do this, truly let yourself be done. If every time you do this, you don't actually give yourself the break at 10 minutes and you force yourself, this tool isn't going to work because all you're doing is playing mind games with yourself. It's that same thing of like hiding the vegetables inside the mashed potatoes. You start to hate mashed potatoes because the because somebody's trying to sneak something in on you. If you say 10 minutes and then you force yourself past that point when you don't feel like doing it, you're, you're losing that strategy. So allow yourself to be done. There are tons of reasons why after 10 minutes, you still not, still might not want to be doing it. And that's a good time to release yourself of that. Release yourself of that because it's probably not going to be every time. If you use the 10 minute rule once or twice a week in your workouts, cause you're not up for it. One of those times, I think you're going to turn the, your frown is going to turn upside down, so to speak. You might find that you can do it. But again, you got to really psychologically allow yourself to be done at 10 minutes if you want to be done. Okay, second strategy. So another one that I think I usually use if I don't feel like doing it is the do a different kind of workout, preferably your favorite kind of workout. So this is for my folks who are pretty regular and or and or are following a program. Sometimes you look at a program and you've been going and going and going and the day that you don't want to be working out is also your hardest workout or your least favorite workout or your most complicated to set up workout or the longest workout, whatever it is, it's the, it's the one that is just not inspiring you. It's not, it's not giving you the good feels. You're just like, I don't want to do this one. And, and I don't want to minimize like set up and, and all, there are lots of aspects that make a workout fun to do or not fun to do or maybe tolerable and not tolerable. In this case, when you're having one of those days where you don't want to work out and then you have a workout you really don't want to do, it's a double whammy. So free yourself from the program in that case because let's be real, consistency is going to be the number one contributor to your fitness progress, hands down hands down. When you look at when you look at it from even from a research standpoint, 
what they find is that it's actually just doing it. You could do the exact same workout consistently all the time and you have better gains than the person and better progress, all of that, getting better results than a person who is infrequently doing a really well-designed program. So if it's the workout that is, you know, making you or adding to the stress of getting started, switch workouts. Go to the favorite workout in the program and do that one that day instead. Do a workout of your choosing. So like pick your four favorite exercises and go do those exercises. Really, again, free yourself from the the limits of what is in front of you and see what can be fun. See what can spark some interest and some... You know, motivation is the wrong word, but some excitement about what you're doing. Pick one of something else. You also might be surprised that once you get there, you throw in one or two of the exercises that were from the program that day because you're there and now it's not that complicated. Or you or you pulled out the weights and it's actually, you know, you can squeeze those in. Whatever it may be. And, and in a lot of cases, I'm imagining going to the gym, but I want you to know that this applies to your home workouts. It applies to anything, any kind of training that you're doing on your own. Same thing. I mean, if for your run, if you were going to do hills and that's not going to, that's not going to cut it today, do the kind of run that helps that you're up for doing that. You're like, oh, this will make me interested in continuing to do it. Last one, last strategy is to throw out the idea of kind of the workout in general and just do something active that doesn't feel like a workout and that you are going to look forward to. So I don't know. Do you rollerblade? Do you go for a walk? Do you go play basketball? Do you go to the pool? Something where you're going to like elevate your heart rate. You're going to move your body. You're going to accomplish that. You're going to probably boost your mood because you moved a little bit and you moved in a way that you liked. Maybe you do it with a friend or a group of friends or something like that. Something different. You checked the active box and that feels good, but you didn't have to do that workout. Just because you don't do the workout that's planned or the workout you feel like you have to do does not mean that you're never going back to it. I think there is an element of A lot of people who believe that if they give themselves permission to change the plan or if they give themselves permission to do something that isn't the quote unquote best thing, they will never get back to the plan or they'll never get back to the program. And I don't think that's true. It's the same way with food, in in my opinion, is that when we create a lot of restrictions and we create places where we, we, we take away the freedom of choice. We take away the enjoyment out of fear that we won't ever be able to, to bring ourselves back to the plan. Then we actually just make the plan so, you know, um, I don't know what the word I'm looking for. We make the plan so, um, Un, not doable. Um, you know, we make it boring. We make it intolerable. We make it something that we dread versus something that we enjoy. So you've got to give yourself 
the, and this is a skill that you have to develop, but you have to build a certain amount of trust with yourself where you know that if on a certain day you have to do one of these strategies and it's not exactly what you planned, you will still be able to another day do what you planned. It doesn't negate all the work that you've done before. It doesn't mean that you're a failure. It doesn't mean that you are good at convincing yourself not to do things or letting yourself off the hook. It is being flexible in a world in which we have to be flexible to keep this going long term. Rigidity is the thing that's going to get in our way. So let me remind you of these three things real quick. You're going to either try the 10-minute rule, choosing your favorite workout or a workout you really like over what's planned for you that day, or just doing something active that isn't necessarily the workout. Those are three great strategies. Now, let's talk about some reasons why it might not be appropriate to work out. One, you're sick. Sometimes sick is the kind of sick where you're like, oh, if I move a little bit, it'll actually make me feel better. Sometimes sick is I should not work out because either I'm going to get other people sick, I'm going to make myself sicker, I'm going to set myself back in the long term because I didn't allow myself to recover enough. So there are reasons where you would want to skip. If you're feeling sick, you don't have to exercise. You don't have to exercise. I always use the above, the when it comes to cold stuff, if I just have congestion, so it's above my chest, I will work out if I'm not like contagious or something because sometimes the sinus pressure and the fluids just kind of move around and that feels better and I can almost work it out. Cough, congestion, chest, anything like that. I skip. I learned that a long time ago. I actually don't quite know the um if it's a if it's a, just a rule of thumb based on somebody's like opinion or there are probably a lot there's a lot to do with like lymph stuff moving. That is a good thing if it's above your chest. And then when we get to chest, we're talking about respiratory things, which can really impede your ability to perform. So there's there's definitely some merit to that from a scientific standpoint. Um, so sick, you know, skip if you need to. Fatigue. Fatigue, chronic fatigue is something first that you're going to want to address. But secondly, if you have a, a really bad night's sleep... It is a source of real stress on the body. You know, they've done those tests where they see that like the effects of lost sleep on a person are similar to that of like high alcohol content. So you're talking about stressed body, then stressing itself more with exercise. Now the question becomes, is this a constant thing for you and you're not going to be able to get out of it and some movement would help? Maybe it's not a strenuous workout when you're getting little sleep, but we want to address the sleep probably and then think about, are there days in which I know I'm going to have less sleep the night before so I should make my easier workouts on those days. There are times in your life where you're going to be sleep deprived and you have to decide whether or not, you know, I'm thinking about like new parents. Sometimes you're going to have to give up 
to exercise a little bit, to prioritize the sleep, sometimes you're going to find that the sleep isn't coming to you anytime soon. So if movement is the thing that gives your energy a boost or whatever that may be, it might be the right choice. Again, it's about balancing and sort of and figuring out what is going to be most nourishing and give back to you the most. So sleep is one of those. I really would encourage you if it's a if it's a constant thing, if it's a an ongoing situation, addressing that sleep is going to be a huge dial mover in your fitness journey or you know your journey to your fitness goals, whatever that may be. Um, because you're probably not getting the kind of results you want because your body's not recovering well. But that's another episode, another day. Um, Stress, you know, like a really stressful time might be a time where you need to pull back on the workouts and there may be days where you need to skip. Highly anxious, you know, skip. You got some family stuff going on? It's fine. Skip the workout. If it means that you are going to like have to miss something important, skip the workout. These are instances where you can just skip it and you don't have to feel guilt. You don't have to feel guilt about skipping a workout ever, period. But I want to remind you that our our fitness has to fit in our lives, not the other way around. If we can find a way for those to coexist uh, and sort of, again, like kind of nurture each other, then it's easier for it to be sustainable. So realize there are reasons why skipping it is just going to be the better option. But if you feel like you want to give it a try, 10-minute rule, one of your favorite workouts, or an 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 active activity, something that is active that isn't a workout, those can be great solutions. All right, if you got more questions about this topic or any other topics, you got topic ideas, you just want to chat and say hello, let me know that you're listening, you can reach out to me. Betsy at BeFosterStrong.com. That's my email, Betsy at BeFosterStrong.com. Or at Foster underscore strength. That's my Instagram. Um, You can send me a DM. You can also just follow and get content there. Thanks for listening again. Until next time. Bye.